Wake Up with Patty Catter. I love the show. I never miss an episode. It's the best. I turn it on and turn it up. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter. I am your hostess, Patty Catter. Today, I have Joseph Rob Kaboski on the show. And I am very excited to have him on. He's definitely a different kind of a guest than I've had on probably ever. Um, Joseph, (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So one day I was scrolling on social media and Joseph's um, pictures started popping up on my Facebook saying, this might be somebody you know. And it was this man with a huge werewolf looking thing. And I was like, who is this? And I don't know him, but I want to know him. So I started stalking your profile a little bit and uh, looked at all your pictures and amazing work. Thank Um, you very much. Yeah, Joseph. So what would we even call you? You're a special, a monster maker or what? Uh, Well, I I used to, well, I guess you'd call me a monster maker. Um, my friends, uh, when I'm in the group, we got, I got another friend, his name's Rob. And so they call me effects Rob. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. I was thinking like special effects. Um, your work is amazing. Those of you who watch right now, you can see a couple of, uh, Joseph's monsters in the background. Do you ever sleep in your studio? <laughs> Do I ever sleep mm-hmm. in, in my your studio? studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> but I have, you know, um, you know, the, the, they're right outside the door and stuff like that. I have a studio outside my house and, um, a little corner in the living room here so I can hang out with my two dogs and my wife, and watch TV and, and, you know, mingle and, and work on my art and stuff like that. And now and then, uh, I'll, I'll walk into the room when I just finish a new character like this guy right here, I'm used to him being in the living room now. Uh, but when I first finished him for for a couple of days, I would walk in and get startled and wonder who's sitting in my house. Yeah, I mean, I've been startled by a mannequin before. I can't imagine running into one of these guys and you know <laughs> waking up in the middle of the night to go grab a glass of water and you have them staring <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah. What does your wife think of these things? Uh, my wife's used to it now. Um, I'll, uh, I can't even ask for an opinion anymore because she's just so used to it. So I have to go outside the house and ask a friend or somebody on Facebook for an opinion because she can't, um, she's just so used to it. It's, it's, uh, her, her everyday routine now. So, Wow. I have to ask you, I ask all of my guests, if you can tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you grew up. Um, So I'd like, I'm very interested in your, your background. Um, Mm. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, You know, when I was a kid, I was one of those kids that um, played with Play-Doh and stuff like that and Lincoln logs and erector sets. And I was um, always working with my hands in the living room while mom and dad watched TV and stuff. And, and then, um, uh, I don't know why I gravitated towards monsters. I just, you know, it's just like, uh, you can't ask somebody why they like, you know, flavor, they just like it. Um, so, um, as a kid, I just remember, um, 
doing a lot of uh, drawing and and of cereal boxes and monsters and then you know um, uh, Planet of the Apes came and um, King Kong and all that stuff the black and whites and everything and I was just really fascinated like a little kid's fascinated with Jurassic Park nowadays you know the dinosaurs I was really into the King Kongs and the Planet of the Apes and the um, Draculas and the werewolves and uh, Frankenstein's and so um, then you know growing up uh, into school, uh, getting into grade school and everything, I just kind of excelled in art and won an art contest in fifth, sixth, seventh, fifth grade, something like that. And, and won a field trip to go uh, paint all the windows at the, um, the shopping malls and everything. So I was well on my way to, uh, you know, realizing um, I had this art thing, <clears throat> excuse me, this art thing when I was a little kid. And then when I got into high school, my art teacher was a uh, sculpture artist, and I was very fascinated by that. He turned me on to that in high school. I think I was a freshman in high school, and I never drew again. Um, just started sculpting, um, and was because I'm using my hands now and building like I built the little um, erector sets and Play-Doh when I was a kid. It's all coming back, and you know, to this day, <clears throat> I'll. Uh, build things you know i like to build airplanes i'm an airplane that stuff like that but that doesn't pay the bills that cost money so i try to stay in my art and get myself better um so that i can get uh into the really big money for lack of better description but Mm -hmm. you know get land a big fish and get on a really big movie set and stuff like that. I started sculpting and doing my own art shows and stuff like that. And about eight, nine, 10 years ago, um, I decided to maybe take all that I've learned about anatomy and sculpting and everything into um, film and, and learn hyper-realistic techniques uh, and painting prosthetics and, and creating characters and changing people into monsters and stuff like that and then so i got myself into um some social media groups on uh facebook and uh met a bunch of friends and everything and you know there's uh just kind of learned the school of hard knocks way and got screwed a couple times and picked myself back up and um uh you know take all the knowledge that i've learned in the past and try again and um i'm trying to uh, better myself uh, through social media and gathering uh, lots of uh, people that are into this, you know, gathering an audience. And then now that I have an audience, um, I'm starting to get work in film. And here I am. You found me because I made the werewolf to try and attract more people like you. And now talking with you and your audience is going to know somebody and they're going to reach out to me. And this is, you know, how it all, how, how I'm, how I did it. And that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's amazing. Have you ever scared yourself with some of your creations? No, I haven't. That's, that's a good question. I've never scared myself. Um, I've, I've, I've seen some things that um, I accidentally, uh, will make, you know, and I won't like it and I'll archive it or abandon it. And then six months later, I'll walk by and see it in a different light and just amaze 
myself and how I thought, you know, um, it, it was terrible. And now I really like it. And I don't know where I'm going with this conversation, but Man. Um, well, I, I, learned, can... I learned lots of things about myself every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that werewolf at the one that's your profile photo right now is so real. Like it feels to me just even in a picture, it feels like it could just pop off of that table any second. He's just waiting for his move or something. Um, he's real creepy. And um, I get scared kind of easy, though. <laughs> I'll do, yeah. Um, I know um, I've played pranks before on my husband, and he's played pranks on me, and we think hilarious, scare each other. Um, yeah. Have you, have you scared a friend intentionally with any of your pieces? Um, like, uh, yeah, you know, I'll come around the corner, <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, but you know, it's funny you ask. Um, I have some friends that are cops and I asked them, you know, can I go to jail for, you know, um, doing a prank? And he goes, no, it's a prank. You know, he goes, you can't, you know, if the ambulance and fire department, you know, and the whole city's called and they show up, there might be a little trouble, but so I'm trying to figure out how I can <laughs> do a prank without going to jail because, you know, uh, my stuff could hurt somebody, you know, it could get me hurt, it could get somebody else hurt, you know, I don't. So you got to kind of be careful with that. But I've had um, some thoughts of trying to maybe um, uh, do some kind of a roadside roadkill thing with my werewolf out in the middle of nowhere and set up some cameras and see how somebody would react <laughs> coming up to a werewolf in the middle of nowhere. But, you know, I, I don't want to hurt anybody, but it would be kind of fun. It would be really fun. You could just um, scare a friend of a friend so you could have one of your friends help set it up. So it wouldn't That's be a, good a idea. complete stranger. That's, yeah. I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. Prearrange it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a good idea. That way, you know, we can keep it safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I, my listeners don't know this because it's never, I've never talked about this topic before, but my husband was a police officer and oh. I bought, I bought this mannequin head at a garage sale. One day I was passing this garage sale and I looked and I had noticed this weird looking mannequin head. So I thought it was hilarious. And I ended up putting it on a broomstick and like dressing it all up like a person. And he worked third shift and he came home in the middle of the night and there's this freaky lady standing at our door and I could hear him on the other side of the door. I was listening and he's like, Hey, what are you doing there? And he hit the lady or the mock-up lady and her head went flying off. And I, you know, it was hilarious. And then he took that to work, the mannequin head, and he put it in his buddy's locker. So when he opened the door, the head's sitting there, you know, things like that's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I was a uh, funny story. You reminded me as you was telling me that we were scouting some big buildings because um, I used to uh, be in the haunted house industry for a while and stuff. And we were scouting out this really big building that I apparently had been a haunted house at one time. And it was kind of scary. And I was walking in these back rooms and these panels were off and stuff. And I went and looked up. And there was some, there was a mannequin head up there staring right at me. And I remember that scared me pretty good and stuff. So I, 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 uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my goodness. So 
One of the questions I ask every single guest on my show is, can you think of a trial that you've had in your life and how did you overcome that trial? Whatever it is, whatever part of your life you want to talk about. Hmm. A trial. Hmm. Well, that um, I've had, I've had a lot of them and I'm, you know, I feel like that's kind of like, you know, uh, when you say trial, um, uh, I associate it with negativity and stuff. And I guess I, I got to try not to associate it with that. Um, but, uh, you know, like we've all had trials and stuff like, you know, divorces or, you know, losing a dog or, you know, I love my dog, stuff like that. Uh, trial. So I'll try to keep it a positive and talk about like, um, uh, you know, like um, getting a trial in this. And that uh, uh, probably... I'm going to say, you know, when I first started getting into the film and everything, um, I would try to um, uh, get with people that are better than me. And, and I did. I felt like I did. And I, I agreed to um, do everything for just the cost of the materials so that I could have a chance and um, have some footage for a reel and stuff like that. And that never happened. And that almost made me kind of that and a few other things almost made me kind of want to get out of uh, film and all that and go back to just doing my own thing and everything. But I uh, took a little hiatus for a little while and decided, you know what, I, 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 I want to do this. So I'm going to go about it differently now and uh, pick my stuff back up and, you know, put my skates back on, got back on the rink and everything. And doing much better now, uh, you know, applying uh, what I learned and stuff like that. So that that was a uh, you know pretty challenging stuff, you know. That yeah, uh, it is. Um, I was just talking to another guest, and he was talking about kind of the same thing. You know, he came to a point in his career where he had to decide: is he going to try it again or just let it rest? But it was so heavy on his heart, and it was such a passion that he went ahead and pursued it, and he's doing phenomenal things now. Okay. Um, yeah. Now let me interrupt you right there. So um, listening to you tell me that story and everything, the ones that, uh, so like if you really have the love for it and it's really in here and you just love to do it, those are the ones that are going to pick themselves back up and continue to do it. Um, and the ones that are in it for all their wrong reasons and everything, um, those are the ones that are going to drop off. So that's me. I really love it. So um, for all of you out there, I do it for the love mostly. You know, the, the money uh, that comes after it would be nice and all. I, of course, would like to make a living at it. But, you know, I'm already kind of making a living before I got into this. So uh, I won't let that go so that I can do this. But I'm getting to the point now to where I'm pretty much almost ready to let go of my day job because this is starting to make more money now. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm sorry for rambling on. And, You're and great. You're doing talk. fantastic. I have to say it while I'm remembering it or I'll forget it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like us all. I have notes in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, Ask, uh, uh, am I answering all your questions right? Yeah, you are amazing. Anytime okay. I ever have a question, if I'm not getting where I want, I'll, I'll ask it a different way. <laughs> so okay. you're doing great. Um, right. so, so if somebody were watching this right now and they're thinking that they need somebody to make monsters for their film or whatnot, how would people contact you? 
Um, mostly uh, people find me like you found me. Um, so they would contact me through, you know, the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, you know, all my, uh, you know, you can instant message me through any of those uh, outlets or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. And yeah, so Facebook, Instagram, uh, follow me there. Um, Joseph Rob Kaboski, that's my name. I go by Rob, um, but uh, um, I answer to Joseph also. Okay. So I'm going to also have your links on my social media so that people can find you. And if you're out there listening and for some reason you're not getting through to Rob, just contact me and I'll get a hold of him because I have a direct way to get a hold of them for sure. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, social media will put somebody's messages in their spam or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. so if for any reason you can't get a hold of them, um, definitely let me know and I'll put you in contact. Now, um, Rob, what's next for you? Do you have any ideas on what you want to do next? What's next for me? Well, I have a lot of, uh, because of social media, I have a lot of uh, people out there um, that are eyeballing me and they have projects coming up. Um, So they're trying to, um, you know, communicate with me and bring me all into their projects and stuff like that. And there's a lot of that going on. I've got about four or five people out there that have featured films um, that are communicating with me about their concepts and ideas and stuff like that. In fact, I've got a, a concept maquette I'm sculpting over there on the table right now. Um, there's two um, one six scale maquettes that I'm sculpting right now for a gentleman in New York that is getting ready uh, to make a movie. And um, it's got a monster in it. And he's explaining to me what the monster does, where he lives, how heavy he is, how old he is, what his weapons are, blah, 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 blah. And then um, he gives me any concept drawings he's had done, this and that. And I take all that info and I make a sculpture and I show this guy and he says, yeah, more muscle here, uh, bigger hands. uh, He's taller, blah, 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 blah. He'll tweak. And then he and I we hone this all in and everything. And then when it's all the way he wants it, I bake it hard, bring it out, paint it, add the hair, clothing, you know, details, stuff like that. And I ship it over to him. And he's going to set that in the middle of the table of his meeting and have a meeting with his crew. And so the crew is all on the same page looking at this maquette. And, you know, I've learned that um, there's going to be some big names around that table um, and it kind of put chills down my back the other day when he was telling me who's sitting around that table, staring out this maquette that I'm making for this guy. So it's pretty exciting, man. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting real close, man. I can smell it. Mm-hmm. You are. You're amazing. Your Thank work you. is incredible and it's so Thank lifelike. You. Um, Thank if you're watching this too, I'll go ahead and add a couple pictures of some of, uh, Rob's work in here so that you can see what he's doing and you can follow him on social media. And I have some friends who've been producers on, they've been on my show and um, have some more coming up. So um, we're all sharing each other's shows constantly. And so hopefully somebody, yeah, someone out there can see this and also want to contact you for work. Um, I really appreciate you taking time to be on the show. I think this was a really fun, upbeat show. Um, So thank you for that. 
Very welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, everybody listening out there, thank you so much for tuning in. Definitely check Rob out on social media. Again, it's Joseph Rob Kabowski. And if you have any problems finding him, let me know. Check out my social media because the links will be in there. Um, thank, thank you, you so much for tuning in, everybody. You thank can you. listen. Yeah, you're welcome. You can listen um, on 18 AM FM radio stations across the United States. You can watch this on Amazon TV, Roku, and every single podcast platform out there. So again, thank you so much, Rob, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next Friday, I'm Patty Catter, and you've been listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Follow Patty at Patty Catter on Facebook and Instagram. Get social. You can now watch Wake Up with Patty Catter on Amazon TV and Roku. It's the only podcast I listen to. Be sure to check out Patty's apparel line, The Patriotic Mermaid at thepatrioticmermaid.com and on social media at The Patriotic Mermaid. I love it.